Hello and welcome to another episode of the Bold, Brilliant and Broke podcast. Episode 5 to be exact. I feel like I start every episode with a thank you, but thank you. (laughs) It's been so fun creating this, having your input. I just have felt like I'm not alone and like we're all here and we're serving a bigger purpose of ourselves by being here so it's really been amazing so thank you for taking part and joining in in all the ways that you've been joining in anyway so for episode five I thought I'll switch things up and do things a little bit differently this time it's just me I don't have a guest today so we're going to be intimate close and personal it's going to be great. I'm really excited. And I think actually every fifth episode, it will be just me and we'll reflect on what we've learned, how far we've come and what cool things we have going on in the future. My friend was telling me the other day, Levi, who was on the last episode, again, if you haven't listened to it, check it out. It's amazing. She was saying how much podcasting has, it's given me so much joy and she is not wrong. Like connecting with people in this way has given me so much joy and excitement and just like vitality, like a lust for life. I just want to connect with as many people as I can. And one way I've doing that is I've created an extra bonus download, absolutely free that you can get right now after you finish listening to this. It's only 10 minutes long, so it's really quick, fit into your lunch break, whatever. It's a little present for you. So this is for you if you have some idea of the kind of business you want to start, the kind of product you want to sell. You have an idea of what you want and where you want to go, but you might be confused about charging people. You might not know what you want to set your price at and whether you should even be charging people at all, whether you're even worthy to charge for your services. I want to completely transform the way you think about money and the way you think about charging your client. So this little bonus episode, it's completely free, is all about reasons why you should. So you can get that bonus episode by just going into the link in my bio. It's there now. Drop in your email and you'll get the download sent to you. For today's episode, I'm so excited to do this with you guys. Today, I want to talk about my money blueprint and why understanding your money blueprint is key for knowing where you're going in the future and how you're going to get there. Your money blueprint, diving into it, understanding it, finding out what it actually is, will answer a lot of questions for you. So it will answer why some people have no problem asking for money. Mostly these people are men in medicine, finance and law professions and why other people find it really difficult. Usually creatives like me and you, why you might get paid and spend your income all in one go as fast as you can, why it will might help you explain, understand your buying and spending habits, basically all the results that you have in your life. So The blueprint is the thing that you judge, the thing that you judge all your decisions from. It creates the results in your life. So today I have less than 200 pounds in my bank account and I have a credit card debt of about two grand. And I basically created that because my thoughts create my result, the results I have in my life. And I'm just sharing this with you because this is who I am today. There's no smoking mirrors. This is what I've created and I think it will be interesting if we go on this journey together, unraveling and unlearning all the things that have kind of, that I've just been carrying around with me all this time 
because I want to make a better future for myself. And you guys are all here listening because deep down, you guys also want that for yourselves too. If you want to be earning more and if you just want to choose your own lifestyle, I think it's really key. This is not about perfectionism. It's not about having a perfect amount of money or a perfect amount of income or a perfect amount of debt, i.e. zero. (laughs) This podcast was basically created out of the idea to focus on where we are now as that being the ultimate and best thing, this present moment being the best thing. I am very goal orientated, but I guess I can lose the present when I'm so focused on the future. That's why I shared with you my current bank balance and my debt balance because yeah, this is who I am and where I am right now. The blueprint is key to understanding because it creates all your results. And what is your results? Basically what you can see around you IRL in real life. So money is a good way to understand what your subconscious is thinking because the money in your bank, if you like it or if you don't like it, it's something in your subconscious that you might need to figure out and tweak until you get the results. Show up in your real life, show show up as income. The blueprint is key because it tells you where you've been, what you've been thinking all this time in your 20 years of being alive. It also shows you where you're heading to because if your blueprint is focused on the past, you're just gonna create more and more and more of that, which is what I've been doing and what I've been learning by going through my own blueprint. And if you have a goal in mind or a vision for yourself or for your life, the blueprint is key to understanding. It's why you might not be able to get there or why you're not there now. The hurdles in your life, might be the things that you have created in your mind because of your subconscious blueprint. That's at least what I've been finding. And this is super, super key if you want to live a future that you've decided and not one that's decided by your subconscious mind, who is only trying to look out for you, is only trying to do the best for you, but doesn't always know the way to do that. And your blueprint is basically made up of all your childhood programming. So up until the age of seven, after the age of seven, you get a critical factor. And that basically critical factor is when you receive information and you decide whether to accept it or reject it. But before that, from the ages of zero to seven, there's no critical factor. So you actually get all this information, all this language about the world that comes from other people, usually your family, your parents, any sort of person that was like a role model in your life from the zero to seven years old that is what your blueprint is created and this would be important to remember why we want to go into it because if you're 24 years old i.e that like me (laughs) the mind that i had as a seven year old is not the same mind that i want to be directing me now in my 20s or 30s or 40s or whatever So I'm going into this, I'm going in to find out what my seven-year-old thought and actually I was kind of, I guess, shocked. I heard like a lot of my mentors speak about this and I was like, oh yeah, you know, like I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah, like I didn't grow up in the wealthiest family, but you know, I was pretty fine. I got everything that I kind of asked for. But journaling this morning, I think I did a meditation session this morning and a hypnosis last night. So when I was journaling this morning, it all came up for me in a way that it just hadn't presented itself before. There's two basically key things that I learned in my childhood and that are forming my current blueprint, i.e. the current results in my life. I had this idea that money was something somebody else 
had to give to me. I would look at people and I would see that they would be successful or wealthy or living the life that I had. And my first thought would be, oh, they must have had parents who were rich and wealthy and successful. That must have been given to them. Or, oh, look, her husband or his wife is really beautiful, successful, wealthy. And that's where they got all that talent and magic and power from. I literally believed that you were born into a wealthy family, you created wealthy children, and that was the only way that you could get money. And because I was born into a family that didn't have loads of money, because my mum had children early on, my gran had children early on, and my great-gran even had her kids in her very early 20s as well. I assume that that's just the way it was, that the way that my family had always been was the way that I was also going to live my life. And when that came up for me, I literally wrote right here in my journal, this is inherently disempowering. Yeah, it is. How sad is it to think that the way that I'm living my life today, this current present moment, and the future that I'm going to have tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, is all predetermined the decisions that people have made before I've come. Now, I have a lot of respect and love for the women and the family members that have come before me. And I have a lot of respect for the way the decisions that they chose in their life. But I just had to really ask myself if those same decisions are the ones that I wanted for me. Knowing everything that I know about me, where my genius space is, what I'm really good at, what I love, the people who I love, where I want to go, what I want to experience in this magical life of mine. The decisions that were made before I was born, is that something I really wanted? Believing that people just get given wealth suggests that I don't have the power to create the money or the life that I want. And I guess that's why my freelancing career has kind of in a way felt like I've been hitting myself up against a brick wall because I've been wanting something that is bigger, but my subconscious has kind of held me back and sabotaged me while I've been trying to achieve it because I have these two dual beliefs going on. I believe on one hand... I want to create this amazing magical life where I'm traveling all over the world, where I'm in control of my career. But on the other hand, I don't actually believe that I can because it wasn't given to me. And I guess now that I can see writing down my blueprint has just given me that awareness to shine the light on these two dual thoughts. And I can totally see which one is winning because it feels kind of like an uphill struggle at the, at the moment. And so this is, I guess, is what's all about deciding which one you choose, want to choose. Now, when you're doing this and these sorts come up, it's completely up to you what you decide. But for me and for where I'm going, the idea that I'm not in control of who I am, I'm not in control of my future, is not a belief that is serving me anymore. It doesn't serve me anymore. Oh my God, I just had to say that twice because I had chills. So I'm now going to be doing some work to let that go. Another key thing that came up for me was unworthiness. It's not a nice word, unworthiness. And this came from my mum was a single mum. She worked very hard to provide for me and my brother and my little sister. And I guess the time that she spent away from home and the time that she spent working, I linked it to us being us, as in my siblings and I, being a drain on her resources. I literally felt that my mom had me quite young in her life and I guess she had really big dreams of becoming an architect and living this amazing life and doing all these brilliant things. And I guess as a child, I interpreted that to believe that if me and my brother didn't come along and my sister, my mom would have gone on to live that life if she just if she didn't have kids. When I was writing this in my journal today, I can see how subconsciously I feel like I'm unworthy 
of even living. I feel like I've taken something away from her, away from her precious, amazing life. And even now that I'm speaking to you, I'm kind of like, not choking up, but I'm kind of like stuttering and stumbling because this is key for me. How can I not feel that I'm worthy of my one human life? And also how much time do I want to spend believing that I'm not worthy? I, uh, now that I can see it, I actually don't want to spend another second feeling like I'm not worthy to live and I'm not worthy to live my fullest. Because whilst I was having these issues about taking away from my parents' life, I'm also not able to have anything that I really want. I have this fear and this anxiety that as soon as I get something amazing, it's going to be taken away from me or it's going to disappear into thin air. Something's going to happen and it's going to disappear because I wasn't meant to be alive and I wasn't meant to have it and I wasn't, and I'm not deserving of it anyway. Wow. (laughs) I'm smiling, there's tears in my eyes, but like, wow. And so today I'm deciding, is that what I want to continue to believe about myself and about my life? And also as like a little side note, I think it's important to mention that this is not about my upbringing or it's not about my parents. It's not about the color of my skin. This is about me taking responsibility for the way I'm choosing to live my life. I think a key question for you, if you decide to do work on this and journal about this and do this for yourself, It's how can you take responsibility for the results that you have, for the life that you have? Because at the end of the day, you're only a child from zero to 13 years old. After that, this life is all yours. It's just free range. Now, if I track back to what those thoughts that I had around money, about being unworthy, about someone having to give it to me, they are all very horrible negative thoughts. There, it's like walking into like a closet where you just shove things in, you put the light on and you're like, okay, I don't need any of this shit anymore. I need to throw it all out and clear it all out. So it's created just a lot of baggage that I've had, a lot of resistance that I've had to like, you know, upgrading my life and moving to the next space. I'm creating a life that's based on the past. So in this present moment, without being aware of my blueprint, I was creating a life that is based on the past because these things have all happened or I've learned years and years and years before. Now, if you were on my Instagram, you would have seen me do a little post on this about living in the past because if you're thinking the same things over and over and over again, feeling the same feelings over and over and over again, you are living in the past, full stop. And you cannot create the future that you want by living in from that past place. So when you don't know what's going on in your subconscious, that's essentially what you're creating. You're creating the past over and over again. Showed up for me as in starting different projects and not being able to see them through. Having a lack of follow through on my goals. You know, it would show up for me as going to the gym, exercising loads, doing loads for my health, reaching a certain weight and then pigging out and eating for weeks and weeks because I don't feel worthy of my goals. I'm not sure how it's showing up for you, but that's just the life and the results that I was creating this like circle, like gaining momentum and sabotaging, gaining momentum and sabotaging. And that's not what I want. And it also has shown me where I'm going because if I am creating that past, my future would just be more of what I've already created, more of the death, more of the self-doubt, more of the unworthiness. And really that's not the gift that I want to give to the world. And so how I'm now choosing to pivot this 
is through a lot of hypnosis and meditation. And if you've been around me in the last 30 days, you would have known that I've been talking about meditation and hypnosis a lot because it has really like shaken my life and transformed it. And to be honest, like I started meditating before I actually knew what it was doing or how it could help me. I thought it was just meant to give you calm of mind because you're just sitting there like thinking about nothing. And in a way that is what it does. But when you add hypnosis on top, which is kind of like a guided meditation, like so there's loads on YouTube actually that I listen to and um, I'll link them in the show notes because some of them are really useful and helpful if you want to have a go. But it's basically, so you get into a really calm and relaxed state and you have someone sort of guiding you through your subconscious and guiding you to view and visualize your dreams and it's really amazing. And the reason why hypnosis is key to pivot what your subconscious thinks is because it allows your subconscious to accept new information in a very relaxed, calm way, in a way that sort of pushes the old thoughts out. That's the only way that I can describe it. But definitely try this for yourself. Some of the hypnosis that I've been doing are about like living in abundance, feeling love for your friends and your relatives and your loved ones that you've never felt before, like a deep, deep love, wanting to give, wanting to share. It's about having the best health of your life, the best money of your life. And literally, you will be feeling these buzzy, lovey feelings like while you're doing it. So it's a great way to shift subconscious things. Doing new things every day. If you live in the past, you create more of the past. If you live in the present moment, you create an uncertain future. You want to create a more uncertain future because that's where all the magic and all the spontaneity comes in. It's where all the miracles come into your life, where your dreams and your futures are starts to fall into place, where everything's up in the air. If you are waking up and you are getting into the shower and you're having the same breakfast and you take the same journey to work, you are not creating that uncertain future it's very predictable you leave work at 5 30 you go home you stick the tv on you know you know it's it's very predictable but by doing new things you think new thoughts you have new feelings and it's one of the ways that I'm trying to challenge what I think about the world and challenge what my subconscious thinks about the world again on Instagram I've been talking about me learning to run I say learning to run because the amount that I can run right now is ridiculous (laughs) But yeah, I set a challenge to myself. I would like to run a half marathon next year. I am not a good runner. Like I've just pulled that goal literally out of thin air. There's nothing about me other than being a human with two legs and lungs that suggests that I can run this thing, but I'm doing it. It's bringing a lot of like, oh my God, this is horrible. Like while I'm doing it, like why did I say I'm going to try this? But all of those things, when you work through them, is challenging a new version of yourself. And I'm tricking my subconscious into believing more than it's believed before. And also journaling what comes up. It's all very well and good, like listening to this or listening to the other podcasts with the brilliant mentors that you have or reading other books. But if you're not taking the time to really examine what is in your mind and to look at yourself, you don't get the lessons hit you as hard. I try to journal every day. Sometimes I do it on the notes in my iPhone if I'm on way to work but I also have like a physical notebook sometimes that just involves me saying oh my god I had the most amazing day I love this person I love this I'm so grateful that I have wi-fi I'm so grateful that I have a house I live in so grateful for my boyfriend whatever 
And sometimes it's like, oh, like this happened today. I'm really not happy about that outcome. You know, I would have wanted to change this and this. But journaling, it's a way to see what's going on in your mind and put it on paper and decide that if the things that you're thinking are what you want to continually think about yourself and about other people. I think it's one of the biggest gifts that you can give to yourself because it's literally like a hug. Sometimes I do it on the train when I'm feeling really anxious. I get these really like intense, like knots of anxiety in the pit of my stomach. And if I'm on the train, like I'm on the way to work, I'll just kind of like write down like why am I feeling anxious? What's going on in my head? And the anxiety doesn't actually disappear until I get to the root of why I'm really anxious. And then once I get there, I can be like, hey, Kyra, like you're totally safe. I love you so much. I know you're only producing this anxiety to help me, but you're totally safe. And it's like you've just got rid of your own anxiety in 10 minutes. Another key thing I wanted to add is that money isn't everything. For me, this journey of knowing who I am, who I really am, and what I truly think about myself is about love. Like I have come to understand now that I can't feel unworthy of the life that I really want, unworthy of the money that I want, and still get it and keep it and achieve it at the same time. I can want to earn a hundred thousand pounds all I like. I can want and want and want and try and manifest it. But unless I feel worthy of having that, I'm always going to continue to self-sabotage myself. And the only way you can feel worthy is to truly love yourself. This is deep self-care work. This is not bubble baths and nail polish. This is knowing who you really are, what you're really thinking, letting go of the resistance and the barriers that you've created and that have put you where you are right now. It's having the ultimate compassion for yourself and respect for yourself. It's knowing that whatever you want in your future can totally happen and it's all within your power. It's empowering yourself. It's about taking responsibility for your life. It's not blaming your financial situation today on your parents or anything that you happened to you as a child. It's understanding that you can see society is going one way and you can choose to go another. It is literally about having the freedom to choose where you're going and how you want to get there. Who do you want to be on the way and who do you want to be when you arrive? I just had chills again. It's about knowing that you're always going to have your own back. Being able to take control and knowing that no matter what this life throws at you, you're always going to be okay because you're going to have your own back. And when you know that you have your own back, you're more willing to go into uncertain situations. When you go into uncertain situations, you create more of the magic that you so deeply desire. Don't forget, you can go on my Instagram at Kyra the Bold and download the bonus episode on why you should be charging your clients. And that's going to be available there until next Tuesday. Remember, it's completely free and you should definitely check it out if you're starting a new business and you want to know how to just change your thinking about money. But thank you for being here with me. Know that I believe in a bigger part of you. Until next time.